everybody, it's Matt from The Discussion 5. That's right, your favorite host. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> here to tell you about uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. You want to find the Hockey Podcast Network at The Hockey Podcast Network. That is every team, everywhere. That's right. Hockey Podcast Network is bringing you podcasts from every NHL team and some bonuses. You can find Terry Ryan's podcast, Tales with TR. He is the former Montreal Canadiens first-round draft pick, as well as Ice Analytics podcast, which comes to you every Friday. The Hockey Podcast Network continues to grow. You should grow with it. The Hockey Podcast Network. That's thehockeypodcastnetwork.com, at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. And, of course, every team, everywhere. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 47 of the Discussion 5. I'm trying to be a little quiet because I think there might be a couple of people in my Airbnb that still might be sleeping. Who knows? But I'll, I'll, I'm not, I'm still excited, just more quiet. How's that? <laughs> Sounds good to me because you got me over here, having a good time, slapping my own meat. It's all going to be nice and loud and jovial for you. <laughs> I hear well, you, man. I hear you, T. You ain't gonna be quiet for much longer. You know we T. in this whole thirty-minute show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are uh, the brothers' discussion, bringing you the discussion five, where we talk about the five. Not today, moments. today we the giggling schoolgirls. T. <laughs> <laughs> today you, I'm I'm joined by uh, the the wonderful Booker T. of uh, WWE programming. Uh, everybody, I hope. Uh, I hope you're we're, we're that famous. Just call now. me Booker, Booker T. T. What happened to Big E? Oh shoot! I thought you were being Booker T. <laughs> what? No, that's Big E. <laughs> oh my God! What a great wow. way to start out the episode. You just got your uh, wrestling card revoked. You're done. That's a wrap. <laughs> I'm so tired. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming to you every Monday, Thursday morning. <laughs> I'm at Clink Matt. That's at Michael underscore Clink. His name's Mike. I don't know why I called him at Michael. And you know why. That's his name. Uh, the show is at BOD Hockey. Um, that's on Twitter, I mean. The show's actually called The Discussion. <laughs> Listen to me. You can't stop to hear. He just confused two different black people. He thought they were the same person. He thought they were the same person. They were two it sounds people. like you're doing your quacky, quacky, quacky duck, quacky, duck, quacky, duck, duck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll chalk it up to my impression. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, well, yeah, Mike's doing a Big E impression because we also have the wrestling podcast that you can find as the Brothers of Discussion. Find us on Twitter at BOD Podcast. Uh, the website is BODpodcast.com, BrothersofDiscussion.com. Find us on Facebook as the Brothers of Discussion, and we're on Instagram uh, with a joint account that is both wrestling and hockey, mostly wrestling, Brothers underscore of, uh, underscore discussion. Um, but uh, as, as you heard at the top of the episode, we... Uh, we are here because of the Hockey Podcast Network, every team everywhere. That's the Hockey Podcast Network.com. 
Uh, they've got uh, some great shows like Tales with TR, which is uh, a show hosted by Terry Ryan, a former Montreal Canadiens first-round draft pick. And every Friday, they've got uh, the Ice Analytics podcast. Highly recommend. And, uh, Mike, we also have a huge contest going on right now, which is the Tankathon and Cool Hockey Contest that you've heard us try to explain for three weeks now. <laughs> Go to – all right. You get a $200 gift card. To you could win. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. You could win. Step a one. Two hundred dollar gift card. All right. Ready? <laughs> you could win a two hundred. Step two. Send it to the brothers of discussion. To, right. right. <laughs> send us a money order. <laughs> Step right, three. We perform at your kid's birthday party. We'll be there right. too. Having a good time. Entertaining children. <laughs> two big meaty men slapping we'll me. We'll just be there slapping me. Um, right, as you were, man. I'm sorry. You got a $200. You could win a $200 gift card to coolhockey.com, which is uh, that's where you can pick up all your great hockey merchandise, including some vintage uh, options and alternate hockey jerseys of, of all of your favorite uh, NHL teams. Um, so how do you get that? You need to send us. All right. I'm going slow here for myself and for you, for your sake. You are going to send us a draft lottery simulation from tankathon.com slash NHL. Now, you can simulate your draft as many times as you want until you get the desired outcome, but you can only submit one time. All right, so now you've got your 15-team sim. Take a screenshot and then submit that either to the at BOD Hockey Twitter page or to at HockeyPodNet, which would be the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page. Um, post that entry, and you are entered to win a $200 Cool Hockey gift card. Super stoked for that one. Um, you know what? I wanted to say I hope you're super excited and stoked came out, and I had to transition in, into saying, yeah, I, oh, Jesus. You'd think I was, you know, I'm on vacation that I would get better sleep, but it, it is not happening, Mike. It, it is Oof. worse than ever. Um, I did have, I, I uh, tested out the grill at this Airbnb, Mike, last night. And you thought. You were cooking on vacation? Yeah. Wow. I thought <laughs> that I could do a couple of uh, Beyond, is it Beyond Meat? Beyond yeah. Beef? Beyond yeah. Meat burgers, uh, just, you know, it, there, there's not a lot of light outside. I'm cooking them at, like, <laughs> 7 o'clock at night. Um, what, t- what time I, was it? It was, like, 7. Oh, I thought you said 11. You're just outside in the dark cooking meat oh, with no, patties. It was, it was 8 o'clock. Okay. Pitch black out. <laughs> um, and I, I actually made, I, I, just to keep it on brand with the show, I made four hockey pucks last night. And it was fantastic. Oh. I, I didn't realize how quickly those mother efforts would. Yeah, this, you just got to get them hot. <laughs> you just well, got to get them hot. There's no juices to cook out. Yeah, I let, I let everybody know. I cooked out all the, all the fake bacteria. <laughs> those mother efforts. Oh, man. Yeah, nice. no, I even burned the buns last night. It, it's been a... It's been uh, a tough, hard-working vacation so far. Not, not a lot of rest and relaxation. 
Although I did, uh, I told you I got to play some video games. Uh, anyway, let's <laughs> let's talk about some. Well, man, you were you were trying to cook the bacteria out of something that uh, didn't need it, and uh, looks like the NHL is trying to nip some uh, some disease right out of their uh, locker rooms here, Matt. Big news for the coronavirus. Uh, no more media in the locker room. Uh, this is uh, my favorite part about this announcement is that it was uh, delivered roughly a half hour after the Red Wings um, had <laughs> all the media members in the locker room for like an hour. <laughs> so they were already in there. Um, the Red Wings are like, okay, next game, we got it. Uh, but this game, everybody's sick. So it, didn't, it doesn't matter now. Um, so they might have to go back and forth for the Red Wings because if everybody gets sick over the next hours, uh, everybody's back in because why not? Um, but Matt, this stuff is kind of scary for sports because I just feel like um, it's not unusual to see like a player or two get the flu and then suddenly half the locker room is sick. Uh, like it's it's not uncommon to see that kind of spread quickly in sports. Yeah. Um, do you think that? Well, you got a bunch of big meaty men slapping meat in the locker room, so. It- that's what most locker rooms are. It's meaty men slapping meat. Um, but what I'm excited to see potentially, uh, they also put a warning out that said, uh, we might see the Super Bowl halftime show from, I want to say 19 to 20 years ago when the rock and mankind battled in an empty arena, man, we might see a hockey game with no fans. Are you kind of excited to see that? I I think that sounds kind of cool, but like, (laughs) I, it is it is funny like the um just those ideas of like don't have like group gatherings and then it's like well we're gonna do another 40 hockey game or i guess another 20 hockey games in this arena yeah. you know till june um kind of <laughs> conversation and it's like well no those those count as large gatherings so those probably shouldn't happen either um mm-hmm. It's it's just it, it kind of made sense. Uh, I've been listening to a couple different uh, podcasts that are talking about uh, the coronavirus, and they touch on sports. And I mean, this, that, that like looking at it, it's almost a no brainer if that's the rule. Now, yeah, Mike, mind you, I am in love and married a doctor, and yeah. what <laughs> the coronavirus is not something to. It's not something to sneeze at, but, um, it, you know, let's not forget that hundreds of thousands of people die from the flu every year and it is way more deadly and people still don't go get their flu shots. So yeah, a lot of it this sounds is like, just yeah, driven you, by the media. It's almost, yeah. I mean, the, the people who are dying are people who are sick going in and then they got this on top of it. <laughs> Or they like were 90 old. years old. <laughs> yeah, so you have old going on top of being sick. So yes. it's hard to defeat old, and then you throw in getting sick. So I, I think that's what's happening. Yeah, I, it's it's one of those things where it makes sense to not do the hockey games if we're going to say no more large gatherings. But then to get to the point where we're saying no large gatherings was kind of like a misfire. That was kind of like, um, you know, we're forgetting that there are more dangerous viruses out yeah. there that we just kind of ignore because they've been around for like they, the flu hangs around us all day, every day. Like we go grocery shopping 
and we're fine we just don't care um so it's it's just it's like all right um sure maybe this is just good because now people are washing their hands that's (laughs) maybe that's the good ball (laughs) like walls at target are clear because all of the hand soap is gone i don't know if people thought like they need to do extra hand soap um if the 20 seconds they're like lathering so much that they've rubbed skin off so they need to do another couple pumps or if there's someone that was like i need to buy all the hand soap (laughs) so i'm the most clean of anybody here i don't don't know what's going on there but people there there's um i I highly recommend checking out like john oliver's take on uh, on the coronavirus because he pretty much caps it off by saying should you be scared of it about as scared as you would be of the flu. Um, he said, don't. So I guess there's people calling into like Fox News and asking asking the people on the morning show, should I gargle bleach? So this was an actual person that called into Fox News. They said they read it online that it can kill the coronavirus. <laughs> so on the news, <sighs> granted, you know, it was Fox News. So we know who's calling in. But um, <laughs> they had to actually tell people, you probably shouldn't gargle bleach. So that so John yeah, Oliver said, don't, to do that. Yeah. don't go to that end of the spectrum. And then he said, don't also be the guy who's like, this is nothing and licking subway poles. So kind of stay in the middle. Yeah. Be a normal person. <laughs> don't go to either extreme and you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I didn't know if we needed to turn this into a. Yes. Like, Matt's hot takes on the coronavirus, yes. but yeah, um, uh, I think it's good for everybody to kind of have like it. Be aware of it. Wash yeah. your goddamn hands. Um, but calm the fuck down. And all you're doing right now is feeding all these websites and the new- the news channels is they're getting attention. That's why they hang on this. It's come on. I mean, I know you don't. I'm I'm saying to the the listeners of our wonderful podcast, like, come on, that's what's going on. It's, yeah. it's all about coverage. <laughs> I think it's, it's just, trend. you know, we had to touch on it because it's, it's affecting sports. I mean, the Olympics are probably going to get uh, canceled, uh, which I didn't even know you could do that. Um, I had to personally cancel my trip to Japan. Uh, you know, people are freaking out in California. They're freaking out in, in the state of Washington. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it does spread pretty quick but you know it's it's like you said about as deadly as other things that we don't you know cancel sporting events for um so i just eh, i i guess you know rather safe than sorry and if we get to watch a hockey game with no fans i think that would be really cool because then we it kind of give us the opportunity to hear what's going on the ice um instead of having guys mic'd for sound like we just hear everything like people yelling from the bench uh, nursing, uh, chirping between the players. Yeah, I think it'll be kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so actually, I'm kind of looking forward to this. This Corona thing could be a, a, a gift to the NHL. We can actually learn some of these players and their personalities. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, let's move on, Matt. We've whew, speaking of uh, teen, uh things going well uh, <laughs> outside of uh, coronavirus. Uh, the wings are off the schneid. We actually won a game against the Blackhawks, who are scratching and clawing to get into the playoffs. They needed this win. Um, some would say they probably penciled in 
you know, a Red Wing victory because of how terrible we've been. But, man, I just want to read off who the Hawks have defeated on their way to the Little Caesars Arena uh, uh, blood, blood sport, Little, little Caesars. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Because we, we, we came out Red Storm Rising. Uh, Blackhawks, they defeated Tampa. Boom. Panthers. Boom. Ducks. Boom. And Dreisaitl himself. The Oilers. So then they're like, cool, now we got the Red Wings. Let's just keep padding yeah. that win streak. Woo! Not today, son. Not today. Woo! Uh, Bernier was – he was firing on all cylinders. Um, we actually looked engaged. and. Um, well, I think the Blackhawks need this. Can I uh, – They they're, need this? In, they needed this loss. <laughs> they don't need to keep kidding themselves. I mean, I hate the, Blake, the Blackhawks. Like – they're one of the teams that when they lose, I'm still happy even now, like while they suck. But right, like they, they need they they don't want to get close to the wild card again and then think that, oh, we're just we're just one veteran away, you know, kind of thing like the wings used to do. They they need to just lose and suck and have it be like taken away from them. Like they don't wanna be close. They need they need to be embarrassed. They need a loss to the Red Wings. They need to have their eyes open. Like this, they're done. They're done. You know, not everybody can have 25 years of stability. Um, you know, like Detroit and uh, you know, poor Chicago. You know, they had a couple good years, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. good for them. Yeah. yeah. You guys tried. You tried to be the Red Wings. You just couldn't do it. Um, so just give up, lie down, and uh, let the Red Wings sort of, you know, ease the pain. Uh, because if you can't beat us. Uh, why bother trying? <laughs> so the Black Dogs are just going to lose out the rest of the year? Is what you're saying? After yeah, this? I mean, I, I just would question why After they would go in any other defeat. direction. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I just know that you made a couple just kind of fun comparisons here about who got the goals for the Red Wings. Uh, Matt, uh, who, who scored for the Red Wings last night? Oh, I mean, it was wonderful to watch Brett Hall and Alexander Ovechkin <laughs> go to town. <laughs> um Bertuzzi like I just I will never forget like uh that that wonderful Stanley Cup season and and how many times you you see Brett Hull go down to a knee and then you know going into the playoffs too but man that that was just like he he was between the circles goes down to a knee bam It, it was like it was a goal every single freaking time it was it was like clockwork but um that Fabry turning in, you know, from the opposite end of the ice, but turning in an, an Alexander Ovechkin looking goal. Like a laser. Just, yeah, just winding up. Um, I, I, I do like your take, though, that you were, you were mad at Mickey Redmond because I think we should have watched this and just been like, damn, that was awesome. Like, you know, at least get a taste of a power play that looks like it had some sort of a play <laughs> set up. Yeah. And that, like, think about, like, why isn't that okay to set that up? That is what the the Capitals have been doing for how you know what do, how long have we been watching Ovechkin like 12, 14, 16 years Jesus yeah. I can't keep up but they've been doing that same play on their power play his entire career so let's just let Fabry line one up and <laughs> throw it at the net I, God that was it was beautiful it really did look like you know uh, for the first time this season. No, like we I'm had a glad, power play. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're making that comparison. Because uh, I was really pissed watching the replay. I was like, man, he really rifled that one in there. Uh, 
he's basically at the top of the circle and you know just just poof, just canned it right into the uh, into the net and Mickey Redman just said well that was a heck of a goal oh I see it hit a defenseman <laughs> what come on we got enough of this season do we really need to knock our 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 second goal what's gonna easily be our only other goal of the game down a peg Let's enjoy this one, Mickey. Come on. Right. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, Ovechkin-Fabry, uh, amazing goal. Uh, Bertuzzi doing a – you know, you can Brett Hull it. Uh, you know, that classic Tim Tebow take a knee goal. Um, but, you know, Bernier was the man of the hour. He was the top star, and he looked it. It was just yeah, the same thing he's been doing for, you know, about 50 games in a row now. It's, he's easily our best player and easily the best player in the entire National Hockey League. Uh, but he had some some dazzling saves. And it just well, yeah, like we, the, called it, we called it weeks ago that this – I mean, I, playfully. But, like, now all of a sudden Detroit sports writers are like, you know who's having a good season? Pretty good. Jonathan Bernier. Yeah. yeah. Heard it here first. I just <laughs> – <laughs> What's going on? Um, th- this guy, like, it, when we talk about like uh, going going backwards into our 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 analytics discussions, that I've I've definitely gotten lazy on because it just kind of feels like, well, what else are we going to dissect? <laughs> yeah, of course we're losing scoring chances every game. Of course we <laughs> give up the most high danger scoring chances of any team. But that happens, and then Bernier still he's still having these one one goal games against against the Blackhawks. I mean, granted, I just spent, you know, a couple minutes making fun of the Blackhawks and how they should just, you know, give up and, and start that transition and, you know, start sending guys out. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of Blackhawks fans that would agree. I'm sure there's probably people in the Blackhawks organization that are like, yeah, I wish we could do that. Um, but <laughs> but they, still have, they still have considerable talent. They still have talent that wins hockey games. I mean, just like the Red Wings – <laughs> won a game uh it's it's definitely possible but uh bernier yeah w- w- what did what did we do here uh the, the high danger scoring chances were actually in our favor for two periods and then the blackhawks just absolutely lit us up i mean to the point mike where we the scoring chances or the uh actually just the shot attempts were in our favor for the first two periods and then they just they just played so hard in the third period and just completely took over the game that uh, they ended up winning all of the possession statistics, even though we had won the first two periods. Yeah. And even with that, and then the high danger scoring chances actually ended up being uh, seven to one in the Blackhawks' favor in the third period. Bernier still stopped them. I mean, sure, we get the uh, Patrick Kane gets gets his goal, but that third period was just an amazing performance uh by Bernier and I I, when you're always trying to find like what what do you highlight I mean that's it right there a team who's giving up a seven to one I mean we we have 12 percent of the high high danger scoring chances for for any like any segment of time when that happens that's incredible like think about um it's even hard to get that statistic if it was only like five shots then it's you know We'd still have twenty percent uh, if it was four to one, but for it to be twelve percent, you have to get so many shots for that statistic even to make sense, and you have to get destroyed. So it's just <laughs> it, it it really is like this this 
I, I'm surprised Bernier didn't move at the trade deadline. I, you know, Steve said that nobody was actually even asking, um, which blows my mind uh, because we did see some goaltenders move and, and the prices that were going for uh, some of the goaltenders just still, again, blows my mind. And, and the thought, like, sure, uh, Bernier's numbers don't look as great. Um, I don't know if you want to go career-wise, but, like, look at what, what he's been able to do on this team where he gets just, I mean, a barrage. Very little support. Constant, yeah. yeah, a constant barrage. And even if it's, like, about the, uh, you know, the shot attempts that we get destroyed on and not even the shots that make it to the net, like, you have to have your head on an absolute swivel when you are the Detroit Red Wings goaltender. And, and something that you, you have, you have test A and test B on the ice. And test A now looks like he needs to retire, which would be Jimmy Howard. And then Bernier makes it look like it's winnable, these games. And, you know, I, <clears throat> Mike, how believable is it that either... You play that game that I think is a little dated where you say, oh, man, this team really gets up and plays for blank. You know, they get up and play for Bernier is, is, and they don't play for Jimmy Howard, right? Is this more believable or is it more believable that Bernier is just absolutely playing his nuts off? Because I don't think anybody's going to be in uh, pool number C, which is, you know, the Red Wings are actually a pretty good hockey team. <laughs> so we can cross that one off. We say the Red Wings stink, and are they either only playing for Jonathan Bernier or the career Jimmy Howard, the career Red Wing Jimmy Howard? Or is it possible that Bernier is just really having that great of a season, and we might actually end this season and never really give him the acknowledgement or the... Well, he's getting acknowledged on this show, damn it. Yeah. He's been I, a superhero out there. He really has. When we were winning games, yeah, a couple months ago, where, where it was those uh, two-to-ones and, and uh, shutouts, like, it was – we were just astonished that any goaltender could have that sort of success. And now, uh, I don't know. I, there's nothing to get mad at. I don't know why I'm frustrated. Um, I think I just want to make sure that everybody is going to end this season. And, like, we walk away, if there's anything we can take from it, yeah, it's it's that yeah, it's that Bernier really is having a hell of a season despite <laughs> despite just, what that record's going to show. Yeah, um, I mean you you nailed all the points there. I'm, I was going to yeah, say you know, uh, I took everything away from you there, but um, it's nothing new on our show. Uh, we've we've been uh, <laughs> pimping out Bernier every episode because he you know he's a one thing holding this team together from having zero wins. Um, but man, I, I just something happened uh, before that Chicago game, where uh, it did a couple things. Uh, for one, it I guess it inspired a victory. Uh, but for two, it also was a reminder to me how sometimes in the NHL it doesn't feel like they have the, the finger on the pulse of you know like what what the kids are into these days. You know what are the kids what are the kids into these days? You know what are they what are they watching? What are they listening to? You know what? Let's get some journey out there. Don't stop believing. <laughs> Let's really rope in that young audience. And every time I hear that, I'm just just kind of, you know, turn my head, kind of squint a little, like, hmm, we're going to play Journey again? And, I, I mean, I like Journey. That's because my parents listen to Journey. Your parents listen to Journey. Uh, and, Matt, to inspire 
a Red Wings team that is, you know, mostly guys who are 23, 24. So basically, you know, us minus 10. <laughs> um, and to get them jacked before the big Blackhawks game, they invited Jeff Daniels and Dave Coulier uh, in to do the starting lineups for your Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> 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 you know he's a thespian he did uh you know escabana into moonlight uh he did uh he did some war movie i can't quite remember right now uh but he's one of the, in, uh, the greatest diarrhea scenes of all time yeah he's um, quite the unfortunately he did not have diarrhea into a bucket in the middle of the locker room especially now with the coronavirus uh as it is right now um, we did want to see him reenact that, but instead, Jeff Daniels and Dave Coulier. Jeff, uh, he came out and he was there for sixty seconds. He made a I'm too <laughs> I'm too drunk. Oh, oh, and that that went went over about as well as I just delivered it. And then uh, Dave Coulier came out and reenacted a bit from nineteen eighties Second City TV. With Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, with Dave Coulier playing Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. And if you're wondering who Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas are, well, so did the Red Wings. Uh, <laughs> two funny men, but, you know, that's a couple generations ago. Uh, so they came out, did uh, Canadian accents. <clears throat> yeah. And it was a hoot and a holler. Um, oh boy! For Jeff Daniels and Dave. <laughs> no, it's, it's just—it's another. I admire list. the gesture, but it just seems yeah. like such a—it seemed like a you know don't stop believing moment in the NHL. Like really? Like did they think this was going to go viral? This guy doing an impression of a skit from 1980. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is super odd to see someone do. <laughs> like it's not like he was doing an impression of. You know, a an announcer that's famous right now, like <laughs> of a, an impression of a fake announcer that somebody else is doing an impression of someone else. I I just it's it's very puzzling, but it's also it comes back to like the NHL thinking that they have to keep marketing the game to the people who are already like hardcore fans. Like, of course, the people that are hardcore who probably have a touch of of Canadian flair, you know, blood, uh, <laughs> even as a Red Wings fan um inside of them like i i i know sctv because i i i don't know how how we could escape it in in this area because we're you know we're we're actually i think growing yeah, up we, we, had, had we, had an, we had an affiliate for a while uh there was a second city detroit uh you know by uh <laughs> Uh, you know where Comerica Park is now. Um, it was like across yeah, the street I, over there. You know, we yeah, we've yeah. had a lot of Detroiters that graduated through Second City, you know, school to you know become comedy superstars. But it's just why not get somebody like I'm just saying, like to help promote this game. Why not get somebody like a Kevin Hart? You know what I mean? Like somebody young people are excited well, by, not Dave Coulier. How's that gonna? Just saying, I mean, <laughs> just saying, like. You know, the NBA can turn to, like, the Kevin Hart's. They'll get somebody like a like a modern music superstar, like a Drake. And you and I don't care, but young people do. And, well, you know, the NHL turns to Journey and Dave Coulier? Dave Coulier? 
Well, let's let's also you know the Red Wings turned to Journey and Dave Coulier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean that you bring up a good point too. Like, uh, are are we going to be? I don't even. You know what, Kevin Hart? We don't even no. have to do a Kevin Hart. We have we have Michael Keegan is literally from the area. His mom is in the area. He, they they live in Detroit. There's no excuse. Like, get him in there. Let's well, hear he him. Is. You know, butcher some names like Jaqueline, You know. <laughs> <laughs> he does, uh, you know Detroit Lions games. Maybe he's just not a Red Wings fan. Yeah, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's just, it, it worked. It worked. Somehow it worked. Uh, Bertuzzi actually said, yeah, you know, I like Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> and he got the first goal. What was he off? He wasn't he on like a 10-game streak where he didn't score or something like that? It had been a while. Um, yeah. So he was a fan. Well, the, the question that, I, that keeps popping in my head, like, um, it's, I, I guess you're saying that this is what helped us win, but I, I was going to say, like, it does, does the question ever pop in, you know, I don't know, whoever the producer is for these Red Wings games, whoever's managing all the media, like, did they ever like put all this stuff together and then like go back and, and look at it and go, is it, should we just not do this? Like, can we just, we'll just cut this. <laughs> like maybe we can survive without it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Listen, Dave Coulier is an accomplished stand-up comedian, an impressionist. Uh, he's, you know, a really talented man. You know, he's gotten paid tons of money to do what he does. That's good. Jeff Daniels, you know, a hell of an actor. He's done a lot for uh, Michigan theater. You know, that's not even, this isn't news. It's just when you're trying to get over a, a product like the NHL that's having issues, like, I this wouldn't be my first two draft picks, you know, to yeah. help, you know. And then when they're doing their bits... It was, you know, polite applause. It wasn't like knee slapping, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's just a weird decision. It's like it, like Dave Coulier <clears throat> and Jeff Daniels were in a no-win situation. And then <laughs> they came in with, you know, kind of material and just on like Blash was like, well, we're friends. So I asked if they do it. And I, I don't know. Oh, that's cute. Well, I mean. I'm all for, I, I'm all for know. you know. I'm all pro theater. I love people who do impressions. I just, I, I don't know if I would have brought these guys in, you know, do, uh, you know, a, a young, a young NHL squad like the Red Wings. And a lot of them, you know, I doubt even know that, you know, Second City existed. So for them to do an impression of a show they didn't know existed, it just, it, it was a very NHL thing to do, I guess. <laughs> well, I do, I do always appreciate the uh, throwing throwing the NHL players in the awkward situation of like, um, you know, you and I are both wrestling fans. And uh, when, when it's time to uh, help sell the gimmick, like, you know, you got to do your part. And then they never really, it feels like they never really coach up these guys to say the right thing. So they're always yeah. just kind of like, yeah, no, it, it definitely happened. Um, yeah. That was that, that happened out there. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, he was he was in a movie what like twenty five years ago, Jeff Daniels. No, it's uh, it's something that you know, I, I go back to the should we even post this? Is it good enough? Is it going to make a difference? And then why why put the players in that awkward situation? Maybe maybe just let it happen and <laughs> sail off into the sunset. Um, speaking of which, uh, Mike, it, it looks it like time? we are. Well, it looks like we are winning the. Um, I, I I didn't actually set up a fourth 
talking point here, but I did find one. Um, FNSU, another game, Mike. Not getting a lot of playing time. Oh. We we might have nailed it. We might have uh, run into a team that said, "Wait, what? No, I don't want to give up goals. Don't don't put this guy on the ice." <laughs> um, so I, I I just wanted to throw that out there because I. I actually wake up and I keep track of that because I don't want to see, I don't want to, I, I want him to have success, but I also have been begging for him to be traded since October. So the last thing I want is to do that and have that be a staple on our show. <laughs> and then we'll be the one show that, you know, was begging for him to be traded. And it turns out he's just as good as dry sidle. We just weren't giving him the time. Um, do I, I don't think that's actually going to happen. But uh, I do wake up and I run and check it and I go, oh, thank God. He barely had 10 minutes. It's like Christmas <laughs> morning. You're going to check yeah. your stocking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Another, another DNP coach's decision. Woo. Healthy stretch. It just makes you feel better about the move. And I don't know. Well, you want to feel, yeah, like Eisman could have traded anybody. And I think. If if we need to uh, to put our hat somewhere, let's put our hat on top of Steve Eisman. So far, it looks like he made the right choice. I mean, we don't want to look back and start trying to find reasons that he was making wrong decisions already, right? Yeah. So this this seems yeah. like a good one. Yeah. All right. So, so I did. Screw, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I screwed up uh, the way we're doing our Zoom meeting, and because I used my phone, um, we might only be recording for like another couple minutes, so we actually do have to wrap up. All right, here we go. <laughs> it just, we, can't, we can't have an episode without another exciting edition of Who's That Pokemon? And this episode is no exception. Matt, hope you're buckled in here and uh, stepping in, as always, is guest commentator Paul Woods. So, Matt, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read a quote Terry picked from uh, not usually head coach Jeff Fleischer, but not today. Today we have a special player. His name's Dylan Larkin. He's talking about one of his friends on the team. Are you buckled in, Matt? Yes. You're going to guess who he's talking about. And spoiler alert, it is not himself. So here we go. This is Dylan Larkin. And I quote, he's been a spark for us. He's a water bug out there. End quote. Oh, my God. These are so ridiculous. Um, Joe, it's really easy, man. Which Red Wing is Waterbug? Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. <clears throat> hey, Matt's win streak comes to an end. It was <laughs> Robbie Fabry, Waterbug, ah, his way through see? the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> Figured it was it was gonna be one of the goal scorers. That was my. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi everybody, this is Matt Klink of the Brothers of Discussion, reminding you that you can find the Brothers of Discussion at BODpodcast.com, BrothersofDiscussion.com, find us on Twitter at BODpodcast, and of course we are bringing you content every Thursday, if not during every Monday Night Raw, every NXT show, every AEW Dynamite, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view, every major show happening in the United States, the Brothers of Discussion are covering it, so if you want good wrestling coverage come to the brothers of discussion thanks everybody 
everybody, Matt from the Discussion 5 and the Brothers of Discussion here to tell you about a uh, sweet new contest. Uh, who doesn't like free stuff? Yeah, come on. We got a $200 cool hockey gift card ready to go just for you. Let me tell you how. We're working with Tankathon and Cool Hockey, and here's how it works. You're going to visit tankathon.com slash NHL and click Sim Lottery. You're going to create a 15-team sim for the NHL Draft Lottery. What I want you to do is go ahead and keep clicking Sim Lottery until you get something that you think will be the most accurate to that lottery draft day. That's right. You can pick your favorites. You can pick the one that you think is most likely to happen. And if you're like me, as a Detroit Red Wings fan, you're probably just going to keep hitting Sim Lottery until it says Red Wings have the fourth pick. So with that being said, take a screenshot of that 15-team outcome. That's the one you are going to be submitting. Post your entry and tag a friend and retweet on the post from either at HockeyPodNet or you can go ahead and post it when the brothers of discussion and the discussion five post it at BOD Hockey. So you'll see a poster explaining all this on our Twitter and at HockeyPodNet. But most important part here for you to qualify, you must be following at HockeyPodNet, at Tankathon, and at Cool Hockey. All entries must be submitted by April 4th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. So remember, folks, if you want that $200 cool hockey gift card, visit Tankathon, screenshot your 15-team outcome, and then post your official submission with the corresponding Twitter post on BOD Hockey and at HockeyPodNet. Good luck, everybody.